You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beard. Let's get to it, New York. Oh, the Knicks are back in action Tuesday. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets come to town to face the Knicks at Madison Square Garden. Charlotte, Charlotte has lost three straight after losing to Brooklyn on Sunday. They got washed by the Nets in, in that game. They were down by as much as 37 points in the third quarter. They ended up coming back a little bit, but they lost 102-86 in that game. The Hornets are just 20-46. and 46. On the season, the Knicks won the first two meetings between these two teams, the last one being a 121-102 blowout in Charlotte on December 2nd. The Hornets have been dealing with a lot of injuries uh, all season, none more devastating than the ones to LaMelo Ball. He fractured his ankle last week and expected to miss the rest of the season, so no LaMelo Ball in this one. I saw uh, Coach Clifford talk about how he felt like the team has dealt with the bad luck that they've had well with the exception of that Brooklyn game where they went down almost 40 points in the third quarter. So any concerns about a, a Knicks letdown coming into this game Tuesday where it get affected to be heavily favored? Yeah. I mean, listen, I, you know, this is a classic trap game uh, coming off the high of a Sunday night national television victory. It's also the Knicks last home game before four, four game road trip. Um, they head out West after Tuesday's game. They, play Sacramento, the, the Red Hot Kings uh, on Thursday night. Um, but, I, I, you know, I would have said last Wednesday, you know, when the Knicks had just beaten the Celtics in a, in a huge win, um, that was arguably the best win of the season at the time, that the Nets were coming in and the Nets would be fired up and the Knicks might have a little bit of letdown. They blow out Brooklyn. Then they go down to Miami. Okay, the winning streak has to snap at some point. <laughs> Two great wins at home. They're flying down to Miami. Maybe this is the game the Knicks kind of overlook. And, you know, a, a Miami team desperate for a victory. No letdown. Beat Miami on an you know on a Randall double bang buzzer beater. Fly to Boston. Okay, down you know in double digits in the second half. Maybe this is the no game. Person. That you, you know, let go of the rope. Let's yeah. you know regroup. This team doesn't do that. Yeah. Um, you know, we, there's a lot of things to criticize Tibbs for, but you know, he demands that these guys are accountable, um, you know, or, or just, you know, seem to be motivated to play each and every game. Um, so I, I, I would say that, that, you know, sure that you should be, you know, it's a, it's a, it's on paper, it's a spot for a letdown game. Um, uh, but this Knicks team have not given us any reason to believe, um, that they're like teams of the past are, are, are headed that direction. Um, but again, I, I, my concern, my, th- I, I think it's at least worth discussing whether not only should the Knicks continue to give Brunson another day off, because it's important to note, he didn't, it, he sprained it or tweaked his right ankle um, Friday night in Boston. And then he went back to the locker room, had it taped, came back and played. It was his left foot 
that, you know, he popped up on the injury report with left foot soreness on Sunday. Yeah. Tibbs downplayed the injury, said it's not that serious. I think that was ex his exact quote. Um, but listen, anytime you have a, you know, a, 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 an NBA player and everybody's a little bit dinged up, but for enough for Jalen Brunson to sit out a game on national television against Boston with a chance for the Knicks to win nine in a row, um, that that worried me a little bit um, because this right. team is only going to go as far as Brunson goes. Um, we'll see, you know, what, what the injury report list, you know, should come out later today. We're, we're recording this Monday afternoon uh, around noon. We'll see what happens, um, and, you know, what, what he's listed on the injury report for Tuesday's game. Um, but I think they should definitely rest him for that game. Um, you know, he's going to fight to come back as soon as he's in, in any way, shape or form close to playing. Um, but not only should they consider sitting Brunson out, but letting him get an extended like four day mini vacation, four days of rest, maybe sit Randall out too. Um, you know, he's going to want to play all 82 this season. So I, I assume he probably won't. Um, but even, yeah. even if he does play, um, you know, uh, as you, as you mentioned, let him play 27 minutes and give Obi 18 minutes on 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 uh, Tuesday night and maybe Thursday or Saturday. You know, whatever the case may be, let IQ uh, let uh, Obi's minutes start to increase over the next couple of weeks while Randall's gets tailed down a little bit. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I think to me, like when I think of letdown, I don't really think of it for this Knicks team in this game as a letdown in mentality because this Knicks team seems to have a mentality that is uh, ironclad. It seems like a team that they're a seek and destroy kind of squad right now. Like they they want to go out there and they want to uh, beat you up and and as I've been saying, lock you down. So I I don't necessarily worry about them coming to the game with the wrong mentality and overlooking Charlotte. I worry about. Um, just the legs, like, will they have the legs? Will they have enough energy left in the tank? I mean, that was a lot that they spent uh, in that game against the Boston Celtics. You go double overtime, IQ plays the entire second half and then plays all of the both overtime periods. A lot of guys logging north of 40 and 50 minutes. This, this is, that is where I get a little concerned coming into this game. Like, could they just come out and just not have the legs? Charlotte is awful. I mean, they, they really, if you look at their roster, like they're just not a good team. But they are an NBA team. So if you really are as gassed the way Nick may be, any team can be dangerous. So I would be worried about worried about that in this one. I think when I think about this matchup, the one matchup I think that is interesting because it's a guy that I love coming out of the draft and he's starting to play really well is Mark Williams. And a guy who I think in many ways, Charlotte looks at him and, and kind of wants to kind of mold him into a Mitchell Robinson type player. Uh, he's had some really impressive games. He had a 20-rebound game recently. And if you watch him at Duke, this is what he was doing at Duke. He's a monster on the basket, dunking alley-oops, blocking shots. I'm really, really interested to see that matchup between him and Mitchell Robinson in this one because in some ways I think Mark uh, Mark Williams is kind of like one of these young rising centers who we'll be talking about maybe in three, four years with Mitchell Robinson and being one of the better uh, defensive anchors in the league. Yeah, definitely. Mark Williams is from the Mitch Rob, you know, Time Lord Rob Williams mold, um, yeah. a young, dynamic, athletic, high flying uh, big. So, yeah, that, that another uh, another um, important matchup for Mitch. Um, we didn't even mention him 14 and 13 last night. Yeah. Um, you know, continues to play at a very high level on both ends of the floor. Um, He's a clutch free throws, too. 
Yes. He didn't make yeah. a lot, but he made some. He made some. Yep. They had to yep. make some. Yeah. Three of six. Um, you know, he, and he made a, a um one particular the Knicks final point was a was a Mitch Rob free throw, one one of two. Yeah. Um and um so yeah, that that that's that's obviously something to keep an eye on. Um, but uh, you know, again again, the you know in the in the in the loss to Brooklyn, Bryce McCowan's played 20 minutes. You know, Sfi Mikhailuk, the, the former Nick, um, yeah. was on the bench for nine minutes. Nick Richards. Um, you know, those, those are guys that the that the that the um, uh, that the Hornets are going to have to rely on. You know, from the bench. Whereas the Knicks are coming in with Josh Hart. Um, you know, IQ if he's back on this on the second unit, that's where the Knicks can really separate themselves. Um, you know, from these lesser teams because that's where you see usually you know in a, in a in a trap game your stars will have a night off, but the Knicks aren't really reliant as we've seen on one player or two players or three players. Um, it's that 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 that, uh, that ability to kind of pick up next man up mentality um, that has really been a key driver in the Knicks' success, uh, especially over the past three months. And now um, again over the last three months, they. Back to December 4th, Knicks 29 and 14. Only two teams in the NBA have more wins than Nuggets and the Bucks. Um, that's three months worth worth of data here. And so again, mm-hmm. Knicks have arrived. The Knicks are legit. And I got I gotta get a I gotta get a bounce back game from Quentin Grimes. Uh yes. because one of the we didn't talk about was how awful he was in this one. That that file he had on Jalen Brown was uh just drove me man- I was maniacal after that file. I could not believe how you know, in a play which you're up three. And you're willing to give up a two. He's trying to strip the ball, and then he grabs the guy's arm, and it doesn't follow him hard enough to yes, secure yeah. him not scoring a basket. Just a, a terrible play. Um, he was a, a pretty much a non-factor in this one. Too many times I thought in this game he was, you know, making those drives on those closeouts, and he's not looking to score. And we know he's a good passer, but he's like he's got to also look to score. Like if the defense, I thought and again the Celtics. They're they're very well coached outside of some of the mistakes you saw in game from Joe Mazur. They knew the Knicks well. I mean, Grimes is driving baseline and they're looking for his passes. They they were diving at Mitchell Robinson, diving at the guys at the three point line, and he only had one turnover, but he could have had like three because there were a couple of deflections and a couple of plays that I think maybe were called blocks that really were more steals because Grimes got caught up in the air and didn't know what to do. And, and consider he didn't really play well in Miami either. Um, he's got to play better, you know, and, and I thought Tibbs did the right thing by gluing him on the bench after that foul. He didn't play the rest of the game, and, and uh, he shouldn't have, even though we know what Grimes could bring defensively. Like, you just got to be more in tune with the with what you're being asked to do or what the situation in the game is. You know that Vic's team in that huddle is saying, we can't foul, we'll give up a two. You just can't make those kind of mistakes. So playing against a team like the Charlotte Hornets, um, he's going to have a lot of mismatches in this one. I think, uh, especially in a game where you know you know, Randall lobby minutes, RJ lobby minutes. Like they're going to need some of these other guys to step up. Like Grimes is the guy I want to see. Give me a 20 point uh, game in this one. Like, you know, just like he did against the Brooklyn Nets where he, I think really, you know, kind of was the difference in kind of making that game just like a laugher with him being able to shoot the ball the way he did. Grimes needs to be aggressive. He needs to make up for, I thought, two games, which he can't have. Like in the, like those are playoff caliber games against the Heat and the Celtics. You can't have two points and three points in those games. Like that, that, that was unacceptable. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, it's uh, he's he's and he's done a good job of, of bouncing back from bad games this season. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, and again, that's kind of the fine tune the things you want to kind of fine tune and use these games down the stretch is kind of figure out how to get a guy more involved. Um, because there's going to be uh, you know, maybe it's game two, the second half of game two of a playoff series, um, where RJ's struggling and and uh, IQ's you know, maybe off that night. I you know, Grimes because you know he's going to be on the floor because of what he contributes defensively. Um, need yeah. to find a way to get him going offensively. Um, when he's when he's not knocking, you know, when he's when he's in a little bit of a slump. 
Yeah. And then and before we move on, I mean, just thinking about where the Hornets are, I mean, right now, you know, they're fully invested in the went through Victor Wembenyama sweepstakes at this point. Um, they are one of the worst teams in the NBA. Um, I think uh, in terms of the standings, only Detroit has a worse record in the Eastern Conference. So they will have a decent shot. They should be among the bottom four teams that will have equal percentage shots at the number one pick, along with San Antonio and Houston. Michael Jordan is their owner. You know, Knicks fans you know very familiar with Michael Jordan, like most of the NBA is, but particularly what he did to the Knicks in the 90s. What do we think of just him as an owner at this point? Uh, you know, I think there was excitement when he bought the team, uh, originally the Charlotte Bobcats and the Charlotte Hornets. But I, I don't know. It just feels like the Hornets have kind of perpetually kind of been kind of spinning their wheels with him in charge. Uh, it's kind of unclear how much basketball operations he's really, you know, invested himself in. But I think that this Jordan ownership of the Charlotte Hornets hasn't really worked out the way I think that a lot of people hope. Yeah, I, I mean, they're, uh, this time last year, they were one of the teams, you know, you, that were viewed as like a really young, yeah, rising, team. A rising team. Yeah. Lamella Ball, Rookie of the Year, you know, great, vastly exceeding expectations. Miles Bridge, Bridges playing at a very high level. Yeah. Um, PJ Washington, some other units. I think the Bridges thing really set them back, you know, as not just as a team this year, but as a franchise. Um, mm. He shouldn't be anywhere near a basketball court and, until that, that situation gets legally resolved. Um, yeah. You know, so who knows how that, that thing plays out, but that's a nightmare situation. Um, the James. I remember, Bull- I remember earlier this season, there was a word that the Charlotte was thinking about bringing him in this year. It was like a late Friday night news dump. Like that. You know, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. They tried to sneak it in, and everyone was like, "Yo, yo, 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 no, no, like nah, nah, nah." And I think maybe they, I think they may have used that kind of floated the weather balloon to see which which direction the wind was yeah. blowing, and then they realized uh, maybe Adam Silver said, you know, got on the phone and said, "Listen, you know, this is, this is not, not going to work." Um, so yeah, the, the book night draft pick um, that was a, that, that was that, another, that, another that, miss. terrible. You know, so yeah, um, MJ hasn't been great, which isn't which isn't surprising. Um, you see guys that are so talented on the floor or when they kind of transition to coaching or, you know, these really top tier, top talented players. Um, there's a few that are exceptional. Larry Bird had some success both in the front office and, and on the sidelines. Um, but, you know, the Isaiah Thomas is the world. We've seen that it's difficult to make that transition when you're a star, especially when you're a star player. Um, you just have a different mentality. You come in from a different level. You know, you see it things a different way. Like you just, it's probably difficult to accept players limitations and not getting the max out of there. You know, for all the things we love about Kobe, he probably would have been a terrible coach because he would have just he couldn't he right. wouldn't put up for a second with a player whereas you got sometimes you got to coddle them and understand yeah. that they're you know like just if they don't have that maniacal mentality um it's difficult to relate to so that might be some of the problems with mj yeah some of these uh some of these picks i mean you mentioned book night um we can talk about even kai jones has not really been able to do much um jt thor a young player who's getting yeah. some minutes now uh you know it's just I don't know. And that Gordon Hayward signing, like that was like, that was, that didn't make any sense. And this is a team that made back-to-back playing appearances and got blown out yep. in both playing appearances games. And now, uh, you know, again, squarely in the Victor Rimbanyama. But maybe, yes. this is where, maybe this is where they should be, honestly. Like, like and, and, but, they get and, the play and didn't get the playoffs. And there's like three, you know, four teams in the, in the mix. Like whoever gets one by Yana or if second place with Henderson, that could change. You know, then all of a sudden you got one by Yana and, 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 and LaMelo Ball LaMelo coming back Ball. next year. You, they're going to be predicted to make the playoffs a lot by a lot of yeah. folks. So, you know, then, you, then, you, then you're selling out every night and, and things are rosy. So, so as we know, so much depends on the